My name is Woody Landeros. And I'm Joseph Landeros. You're listening to The Landeros Brothers, where we talk about communication through art. I like how it sounds all structured. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to say, like, just roll the intro. All right. Okay, let's do it. Today's topic is legalized Banksy, and who we're talking about is obviously Banksy, and he is a street artist. He's an England, right, an England-based street artist. Yes. So this is Joseph's topic, right? You you chose this topic for this week. Why did you choose this topic? Well, recently I've been getting more involved and more interested in the world of street art altogether. I think it's quite fascinating that while the world can revolve around such controversy there are just so many different sides of the story like in this case you can either see it as vandalizing or you could see it as um, being a form of art um, what I like to keep in mind is that people such as Taki 183 Kittle Keith Haring and even my father have participated in this thing we call graffiti whoa we just said it we just said it on the podcast yeah and that's I mean it's seriously like that's what got that's what got me into it honestly with um, just seeing how like we have we have old photos of our of our father like okay so let's take it back a little bit so my name is Woody obviously my dad's street name is Woody so that's kind of how the name even came, became a possibility right. so just street art I feel like it's just embedded in like all of us and all of our like just just the kids and you know it came a lot later for me like I started I started doing it then then and there and really at that time it was I would say a bit more vandalism or right. um just being a bit more destructive because I didn't know how to handle my emotions as, as an artist yeah and I officially started doing it when I was like when it was in like 2010 before like I got completely caught and fined for everything um and and then after that I pretty much like I created goal kills out of it, you know, because I then I got suspended, fined, and I was out of out of high school for like a week or two weeks. I think yeah, they gave me, luck. yeah, out of luck, pretty much. Like they caught me, and um, and then I got fined a fifteen hundred dollar fine. Yeah, and then goal kills came out of that, so I don't regret any bit of it. Yeah, I think I wish I, I would have closed my eyes and enjoyed the moment a little more. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I'm sure you're always on the move, you know. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to. Uh know what you're doing in that moment you're yeah. kind of thinking about this like kind of like legacy type of thing yeah just hitting up and doing a bunch of throw-ups but, but um i think we're like glamorizing it because it's been embedded in sort of what we've seen with pictures and all this stuff like that yeah. and even my dad to this day he'll still write my mom's name on a piece of paper and he could do it pretty spotless like oh, his, yeah. his uh box letters and stuff like that are just super clean and even my uncle alex has always been really into sketching and stuff. And even if it's maybe not the uh, best eye candy to some people, that's his art, you know. It's. I feel like it's a, like a, a whole bag of culture, just like being passed along like a baton or something. Right. It just, it just feels, I don't know, I feel like it really switched for me going from like vandalism to art when I realized that it was like completely vandalism after like going to go work in apartments, repainting, graffiti that other people did i mean i was in san Bernardino working um 
just for like, um, well, for my dad and fixing up like the apartments. And I mean, just knowing that, you know, we had to pay so much to be able to repaint these, it kind of really hit home for me. And it felt like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. So, so that's when I really like turned around for me. And then now I see it more of like a, an artistic endeavor and, you know, I could do it like on, on a wood board that I buy or on a canvas that I buy right. or even on paper. Yeah. And then sometimes, I don't know, it just, I think, I think just changing your perspective on how, on when, when you're doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just to put things more in perspective, um, and just as reference, the penalty for graffiti in California is for a first-time conviction of a misdemeanor, it's up to 364 days in county jail um, and a $1,000 fine or even both. And it pretty much just increases as the damages increase. And as you pass $10,000, they can just round it up to fifty grand. Like yeah. The way that they are able to try you because of this thing we call vandalism or graffiti is pretty crazy. But I think that it's, for the most part, kept people in place. Yeah, I mean, well, pe- I well, mean like, there's I, still street crews out there and stuff, but it's. I've, I know a lot of people who I, say the things like, "Oh my gosh!" Like it's just there's so much fear embedded because it's a pretty serious stuff. Yeah, well, you can. I, I think you can hear the hesitation in my voice going back and forth. Like it was, <laughs> it's really fun, but don't do it. It's like yeah. this and that. Like let's go and then, uh, but let's not. And like I think that comes from just. I mean, I was I was doing that before I I turned 18, so, you know, I wasn't gonna get those type of fines. Yeah. I got I got fifteen hundred and then I got I was supposed to be expelled, but I got suspended instead after talking to the principal. And it was just like I was really afraid of all that. And then when I hit eighteen and I realized all that stuff could happen, then that's when I was like, I'm just gonna make graphic t shirts. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. just gonna make people's websites. I'm gonna I'm gonna express myself in other ways. And like it really does scare the hell out of you. And you really do have to be like in this like vandal mindset or whatever, you know, they, they call it vandal. Um, but for Banksy, it was really like, like his thing, he's a, he's a street artist. And then they title him also as a vandal and pol- political activist and then also a film director, mm-hmm. which is so many different things. I mean, I think whenever you're an artist, you kind of like, you know, jump around and try different things. But it's, it's really confusing trying to separate like art is is that person a vandal or an artist? You know what I mean? Because you yeah. can do you can do what looks like vandalism in a museum and then the whole um, tone or the whole, um, yeah, the tonality of how we speak about it, like, changes. Yeah, I think, well, there's been so many artists that have already kind of made fun of the whole industry altogether by doing something super easy and carefree and then pretty much, like, putting a, price on it to sort of use that satire against industry but he actually Banksy actually began doing art in the early 1990s or at least of as we know in Bristol and he was part of this graffiti crew called um, Dry Breads or also known as DBZ and he really started to build up his fame in the 1990s around the area of Bristol and it Apparently, as it is stated by streetartbio.com, by the age of 18, Banksy began to develop stencils after nearly being caught vandalizing public spaces by police. And I don't know if you guys have seen his stencils. You guys should go check it out. But they're pretty intricate. And I would say that with the statements he's trying to make, he really did 
and does need that type of speed. I mean, imagine you have yourself in the public and you're doing these super mural mural style pieces. You just have to be able to yeah. have that stencil. He ready. definitely has a very distinctive like stencil technique when it comes down to it. Yeah. And then also his layering, the way that he's able to layer like gray, white, and black, and then also with the you know his famous red. And yeah. Like just, I mean, just having like, I don't know. Sometimes, like, see, like half of me is like catering to some of the listeners, which is like, don't do graffiti. But the other half is like, sometimes foul language is needed. Yeah. And I think that sometimes graffiti is needed, especially be- being a political activist and not using words, using more art. It's like if if his artwork were words, he would be cussing at the top of his lungs. Yeah. I actually enjoy his art altogether because although it may be controversial, as I said in the beginning, I wouldn't say that it favors either one side or the other. I think it pretty much just establishes things that we all don't want to really talk about, but he puts it out there so bluntly um, that it becomes something public. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not saying it's something that the whole left or the right may agree with. I'm not going to say that. Like No one's ever going to agree on one subject entirely, but there are some things, say as in um, animal cruelty or say um, human rights altogether with different countries and all, that I think we can all agree on that... um, needs change and he's able to bring that to public spaces if you guys if you guys have any chance to, these are some of my favorite art pieces from him just by like scrolling through um balloon girl mobile lovers bomb hugger spy booth art buff and then there's like a bunch more if you guys look it up i'm, I'm sure you guys have seen balloon girl that's like that's like the stamp. Yeah, I think it's been used for um, different organizations as well, right? Mm-hmm. Or for one of his organizations that yeah. he's associated with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually funny because at the end of all of this, although um, we speak about this man with such respect, no one really actually knows who he is. After 20, almost 30 years in the works, or in the um, in his resume. That's crazy. Altogether, that's mad respect right there. Some people actually think that it's a group because of how many locations he's hit up. He doesn't. No one actually really knows how someone can get away with this. I'm sure there's copies. I'm sure. Well, you know, like uh, what's his name, um, MF Doom, mm. sending out his little Doom bots to do uh, his performances and stuff, like different replicas to pretty much give the people what they want. He might be kind of taking on that style but um, i could imagine someone would even want to get caught so that they could be titled as him right yeah they were actually speaking about that i was i was looking into it on an article how it's interesting how he's actually taking his art now to social media and people don't actually know if that's the true Banksy altogether he has twitter he has instagram he has facebook but we don't even know if it's the true he you know so he could be dead he could be dead. It could <laughs> be taking on his legacy. He could be a woman. It's like, why would you make a risky move like that to go, a woman? go to the public? Well, I mean, it could be anyone, mm-hmm. as we're saying. But uh, recently, 2017, crazy, two years ago. But recently, uh, it feels like 2017 was just yesterday. But he actually had uh, one of his pieces removed. Someone pretty much uh, took it off the wall and sold it for a pretty high amount of money or high amounts of money, and I think that was in 2013, and by 2017, 
it is said that he made this painting, but no one really actually knows if it was him. But it quotes, and it has a monkey uh, with a bell on the side of it. It says, you can rob a bank and get away with 10 grand and serve eight years, or you could rob a bank ski and get away with 100 grand and serve caviar, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, with his whole name being Banksy, mm-hmm. um, it's funny how it, as soon as it becomes public, it technically isn't anyone's. But I think there's something involved with the whole pride of um, graffiti that if you're gonna write over it, you're gonna like buff it out, mm-hmm. buff it out. But when someone's gonna like chip it off the wall and sell it, I think that that really is like ironic. Explain what buffing is like in graffiti. Well, I mean, just even in painting. Buffing out is basically when you have been a spray paint over it, like uh, cleaning it, you know, like when bathrooms and stuff, patching, mm-hmm. as you could say. Yeah. Or in... They're like paint like white over it. Yeah, white over it or stuff, stuff like that. Or altogether, they just remove pressure it. Pressure wash. Yeah, pressure wash it out and stuff yeah. like that. But um, I remember I, s- I remember doing pieces like I would do a piece and then the next day you would just see there people there with pressure washers That's taking crazy. it out and like in... Dude, you know it's insane. Hour. You know it's actually interesting altogether. I keep on saying that word, but you know what is compelling is how yesterday all the bathrooms were shut down, and it was weird. I literally had to go to the office and I said, "Hey, uh, you know where a guy like me can use the restroom around here?" <laughs> and I was just messing around with the guy, and he's like, "Oh, you can go over to this corner over here and uh, ask this lady, and she'll let you inside the the bathroom of the teachers." There was no bathrooms open. So that must have meant, A, they're trying to find people who are going to walk to the bathrooms consistently and try and get in there to do pieces, or B, they're pressure washing them out right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was like throughout the whole entire day. And it was actually getting kind of uh, frustrating because no one could use the restroom. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, so- just to kind of talk a little bit about that. So I feel like I could talk about it because I already paid my fine. I already worked my hours. Can't be tried twice. I I play I I paid the price, you know. So I could I could talk about it because I learned a lot of great lessons out of it. I got a lot of positivity out of it. Honestly, it set my career in the correct path. Hmm. So, you know, sometimes I feel a little embarrassed about it because if certain I don't know, like I like I hide it from certain people, you know, like in a work environment. Obviously, I'm like I didn't have stretchers, I didn't tag on the walls, and I wasn't a bad kid. That's what. It, that's what I present to, you know, the work environment. But in all reality, I did have stretchers. I was speeding, you know, I'd, but I paid my tickets and I paid my prices and that's that's that. Right. So when I was in King High School, um, I used to, so I used to tag on the walls, you know, and it's kind of like a, I'm super guilty about it and that's it. Mm-hmm. I, I paid my fines and um, what happened is they, they added cameras after, you know. They learned their lessons. Yeah. So I, I found a little spot. I kept on hitting up that spot. And then after a while, I saw a camera there. I was like, oh, hello. That's for me. There's literally adapt. one camera. That's for me. Yeah. Hello. So, you know, and then I had to try to figure out how to get on the roof yeah. and how to try to cover it. But then they really caught me. And then I was out of school. And then I had to, you know, go through, kind of think about everything that I was doing and what, why I was doing it. And I was really just pissed. I was pissed off at the school and pissed off at, at everything that was happening. And I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't have, you know, um, I guess that positive of an educational 
experience. Experience. So I couldn't like, ri- like I didn't the, write about it. I didn't write about that. it. I didn't speak about it. You know, I didn't yeah. have any like people to talk about the whole. It was just weird. You don't you don't talk about it. You don't write about it. You don't. You, you just go and, and you, really you find something <laughs> to destroy. Yeah. You know that whole create and destroy. I have a shirt called um. I have a shirt that's uh, create stuff that you guys can check out on my website. And that's I, I want to make us I want to make another shirt that says destroy stuff. You know, because I think it really goes hand in hand. Like, if you're going to be able to create, you have to be able to destroy. Right. So, and that's how you're going to grow. Yeah. I think there's something really territorial with street art or graffiti or vandalism, whatever you want to call it. And I think that um, there are a lot of thrills that come with that. Um, With having property, I guess you could say, having power, having a choice. Um, There's a lot of things that are stripped from us. Altogether, I'm not going to get too into it or whatever, but, um, you know, sometimes it's nice to be able to just do something for yourself and stand your ground, even if it, you're going against the system. I mean, this country was built off of re- rebels, so what can I say? We've had past history with that. Um, what I'm going to guide it back to was I actually forgot. You got anything else to I ha- say? I have, a good, I have a good thing to say. So, like, us being here is... Um, vandalism, but seen as art. I like see that, you know, like how you said our whole um, country was built off of that. Yeah. Hispanics coming over here uh-huh. is considered like vandaliz- vandalism, but we are the art piece that comes out of that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, in, in a sense, like we aren't supposed to technically whatever borderlines be here because of our, you know, our great great grandparents yeah. coming over here, and it was completely illegal. Which is vandalism is legal, but then coming out of it is like Banksy, you know, that art piece. Yeah. Just, I mean, everything everything that we do really is just all based off of that. Yeah. And just for reference, rebels. Um, Banksy has sold one of his pieces in that was made in two thousand seven at a charity auction in New York for $1.87 million. And I think that's not too bad for someone who is spray painting on walls. Well, how, how does he even cash that out? Like, how, See, uh, yeah, how, I was actually, that, That's so confusing, because if, if the cops really wanted to find him, couldn't they just like fi- find the wire transfer? Or what, what is he using, like coins or something? I think he actually works through a group, like a, like a law group. An organization or something? His, brand altogether like it's like having an llc or yeah that's what it is but right? you can LLC. still find the llc owner yeah but he just has a lot of layers to it i guess so i, I guess he just has representatives i think if they wanted to really really well, at this point it's like an honor to get a piece by him because like new york is now getting pieces and now they're able to have pride in saying this is a bankski piece yeah and maybe it's almost planned like by the city yeah because because I, I could imagine, like, if... Um, That's weird. Let's say, like, a store owner yeah. were to get some, like, random, you know... I would say average Joe, but your name is Joe. So that's always awkward. So, like, like, a, like a random person to do, like, to vandalize all over their property, then they're like, oh, what the hell? You know, I don't, I don't want this crap on there. But if they got, like, a Banksy, then it's like, people are going to be taking photos. They're going to, mm. you know, their store is going to be all over the place. So, like, it makes more sense for them to leave it on there. Yeah. Which then it becomes, like, just both vandalism mixing with art. 
right. that topic all over the internet is so I, ke- I keep on saying it because right when you search it up it's like is he a vandal or an artist or yeah. what's the difference between it or which ones are which is this an art piece and is this vandalization it's all art you know it's crazy honestly his whole it. existence is vandalism is that well art can be interpreted in all kinds of ways and we know that just from talking on this show yeah this, this talk show mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a left or right field with people's perspective and opinions yeah <laughs> Funny it's like there's no like center ground even when you stand center in your head you're like like i, I know he's an artist right but and i applaud him for being a, van- a vandal <laughs> Yeah, so see, the thing is, what if they're kind of like permission spots? Like, what if the pieces, the big pieces that he's done have been like legal walls, and from there on, it kind of becomes more like a gift to the individual who is, like, obtains that wall? Um, What if it really isn't upon the idea of street art anymore? It's more like, uh, you know, like murals and stuff like that. Although it is publicly portrayed, what if it's like deeper than that? Yeah, because other than other than really like his signature, it takes a long time to set words. up those stencils and everything. Like I can imagine. I wonder they, what type of material he uses. They for do the some stencil. like traffic blocks or something, and just don't let people pass through certain areas. Because I used to do I used to do um, stencils, but they'd be so difficult because I would use like exacto knives. Yeah, and then also on like cardboard. Yeah. But then it would like bend and it wouldn't come out clean. His stuff is like spotless. Right. He's got to be using really good material, yeah. really good spray cans. Like he knows. I mean, he's been doing it for so long. Like he um, actually, what what's she, dad's what's dad's year? Like when was he born? Seventy four. He was born in seventy four. Yeah. Banksy was born in seventy four. That's weird. Yeah, he, they're both um, <laughs> forty five, right? Yeah. Well, so like, I think coming up on forty five. I think dad's forty. What if? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, dad, what if dad is Banksy? Dad was just on a business trip. <laughs> he went to England. He's got to go to, He's got to go over there to... Blythe. Yeah, to Blythe. <laughs> no. Um, you know, Banksy is also, like, his graffiti... Graffiti. It, it even feels weird saying that. His art, his, like... It's just connotated, really His weird. masterpieces. I'll yeah. just say his masterpieces. It's, like, they're so... Um, they're so, like... It's like rooted in in our history now. Yeah. It really, it should be in our history books. And I think like going back to the whole school thing and going to the whole rebellion, I I hope that like a teacher is hearing this out there so that they can like really see that like it is art and you can make something out of it and you can like express yourself in different ways and being able to like, you could teach, you could teach kids things through stuff like this. Yeah. You know, it's like on one end you have... Um, like a drug dealer. Yeah. But on the other hand, you can make him a great entrepreneur. Yeah. On one end, you have someone vandalizing property. On the other end, you could have him, you know, organizing like a group of individuals to be able to create art. Like right. there's a lot of positive out of these negatives that, you know, it's just it's just that sort of rebellious yeah. side of, of individuals. And it's that, I, that time of their lives that it's like, you know, that's what they're going to do. So if I you're think, like, go for it. So go on, go on. If I, I wish that schools would see, okay, every year for the past freaking 20 years, there has been vandalism in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Why isn't there a class for that? Hmm. Why isn't there a space for that? Yeah. Well, I suppose. If it's going to happen, if art. it's going to happen, well, it's just different. Even, even when I was doing, let's see, okay, so that's a good, that's a good talk yeah, right I'm there. I'm just trying to like be the opposite person for you. 
even if even if I I had art class too, but when I would do weird things or like vandalistic looking things or weird characters, I had like these characters kind of making fun of the school and stuff and saying certain things and being a little bit I guess more political inside of the school environment. Yeah, they were like shut down. It was like why you shouldn't do that. So then I brought out the textbook and I said, well, this is what art is, and I explained to the art teacher that yes, I can do it like this, mm-hmm. and like if not, then you're in trouble. Like. This right. is what art class is for. And Partici- we went back and forth and we got really frustrated about the same topic. But at the end of the day, like, you know, in the last couple um, last couple podcasts that we talked about, art is something that, like, provokes a certain emotion. So mm-hmm. I was provoking that emotion in her. I was provoking anger. Yeah. So my art worked. Right. You know, a lot of other people was like, just put it in the cubby. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. And that's it. I, but yeah. mine was pissing people off. So I was like, I'm a freaking artist yeah you know so i think there should be a class for it dude i think like that there should be participating in individual thought even just like van- vandalism should be like a class grabbing like a skateboard breaking the shit out of it and then like tagging on it and then you know putting little another little like wood pieces and like gluing it back together and then like destroying and creating things because right. that's how you're going to build up like true true artists you go to like those great colleges and stuff you see all that stuff inside of like their their workplace you see like a bunch of and you see a lot of more of the structured pretty little you know what i mean do it do it right and don't don't destroy it don't you know calm yourself down and that's not an art that's not what art is there for that's for etsy it's not it's really not what art is there for (laughs) i broke one of my canvases one time purpose i just purposely popped a hole just i think i had like a like a metal bar or something i popped the hole in the center of the canvas and i ripped it down and she had a long talk with me, my art teacher, and said, you destroyed something that I purchased this out of my own money, and, you know, this is ridiculous, and da, da, da. I said, this is only the beginning of my art piece. She yeah. got so mad, yeah. so mad. But I fought all the way until I ended up in, in the library, you know, in the yeah. little, like, display. And mine was getting the most pictures. It's and it was like, getting the most, like, attention. Yeah, it's just, like, tradition. I would say it's just as tradition and evolution battle to the death, I don't know where to go. And I speak... Damn, quote that. <laughs> I made that up, actually. I was at the art show down, or the art walk down in Riverside, and I thought of that because we were typing on these typewriters. And, and there's this man who basically allows everyone to type on, these, uh, on his own machines. And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm participating in this very traditional thing but my brain is sort of pushing towards evolving and going in different ways but i suppose being in that moment really allowed me to understand that um what was i going to say perhaps this altogether the fact that we're speaking about um mr banksky or mrs banksky or they the banksky's um perhaps is really just satire altogether or irony um, we live in a world where we're so obsessed now with identifying with one specific brand that maybe not being anything and representing more of an idea is better than representing a face or perhaps, you know, that those uh, different, how do I say it? Um, the, what was I saying? Personas or, or like I was gonna, individuals <laughs> or? I was going to say icons. the... Um, What's the word when it's very... Um, What's the word when it's... Uh, financially 
Oh, um, inclined. No, 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 no. I'm trying to say it. Oh, materiali- materialistic things. Okay. Say, you know, something that can last forever, not something that's just a staple for the moment and for, you know, the day. Maybe it's yeah. something about a bigger picture. And we don't necessarily need to be so obsessed with fl- being so flashy. And it's just more about making statements. Yeah. Well, I see Banksy as being a part of more of like a history timeline. Mm-hmm as opposed to being just like a one artist. Because mm-hmm. he is really like, if you saw the word graffiti and then you zoomed into that word and there would be a bunch of names on there, Banksy would be on there. And just seeing that like you can contribute to that sort of like um, word or that timeline or even that culture, um, it's pretty big, it's huge. Yeah. You know, like I wanna be able to say that with either like vlogs or podcasts or yeah. you know any of the things that I'm doing, that would be, like you with boxing, you would like if you think about boxing and then you think about Joseph Landeros, huh. goal completed. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, that would be sick. And you know, household name. Yeah, Just he he really is. Like grow. right when you get into graffiti, you type in graffiti and he's he's gonna pop up. Right, he's like the gold list or the yeah. A list yeah. celebrity. He's got the black graffiti. card, <laughs> black card in in uh, debit and credit cards. Fire festival. Here we come. No, don't even talk about that. <laughs> we can talk about that next podcast. That's, so That's not good. No, ready, no, no. Ready for fire too. Don't even put fire festival in <laughs> next to Bansky. I haven't watched that yet, and you kill talking. You gotta, you gotta watch it. It's it's probably gonna be our next podcast. Um, but I like the idea of, of speaking about these different like uh, underground kind of people, though. I think it's cool. I think, yeah. Like I really want to talk about. The unspoken. Because unless if you're in it, like you don't know. Yeah. You don't know about it. You know. Yeah. That's uh, also with like hip hop music. Pretentious for some some in some sense. Like people are like, yeah. If you're not in it, bro, like the ultimate hipster meme. Like you see, like well, you well, yeah. I guess so. You know what? I try so hard not to keep up with mainstream because mainstream is bad. Like. But We're tell, just trying but to tell inform King, the but people. But tell King High School, like the high school right next to our house, just say the word crink. Hmm. And then see how many people know what that is. Yeah. Maybe five. Probably not even anyone in this podcast. Maybe less than five. <laughs> yeah. You know, unless if you're listening to this podcast and then now you got to go search up crink. Yeah. It's like maybe, maybe five. And probably six or seven because of the principal and, um, you know, them because of me. <laughs> but... Maybe six. Other than that, yeah. Other than that, you're not gonna you're not gonna know unless you're in it. It's pretty <laughs> monitored and pretty controlled. Yeah. So it's it's a what is it called a subculture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All these subcultures. Art, culture, graffiti subculture. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or art reversed. is. There's art Just culture, kidding. and then I suppose you can say graffiti is you know subculture. But could there be a subculture in a subculture? Yeah, there could be, but at that point, you're really just talking about another subculture because it just keeps going sub, 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 sub. sub. Like, like uh, for instance, he's actually Binksky's actually done like installation pieces, say like with um, different. He did like the Muppets that and truck ins- inside of the truck, nice truck, yeah, and he did those pieces. So technically speaking, we are kind of s- steering away from just the idea of spray painting on a wall. Um, no, he's got a lot of great pieces. You guys got to check out his great pieces. You guys have to always, always, you guys have to also, or actually you guys don't have to do nothing. 
You guys can do whatever the hell you want. No, I, I'm just kidding. Um, just break there's your, break also your another thing right that just just run, <laughs> just get out of wherever you're at. No, there's <laughs> there's two um, films that he's directed. One of them is Exit Through the Gift Shop, and it's pretty much just behind the scenes of Bainsky. Um, I remember seeing that one a little bit, just barely, and then also little clips. I think just watching from YouTube. Um, and there's also the Antics. I believe that's how you say it, A-N-T-I-C-S, Antics Roadshow, and it's um, Famous Pranks pranks and Acts of Activism. Activism. Famous Pranks and Acts of Activism. He was building time twisters. (laughs) Yep. And then he also published a book, Wall and Peace. So, like, this this guy's doing his thing. You know what I mean? As we all should do our thing. And will do our thing. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys aren't uh, subscribed to this podcast on Anchor, Apple iTunes, Spotify, I don't know the other ones, but I'm pretty sure we're on it. And if we're not, email me. Um, But go ahead and subscribe because there's a lot of people listening on this that aren't subscribed. I'm watching these analytics, man. Y'all need to subscribe. Um, And then also give us recommendations. Give us tips, pointers, whatever. Maybe you guys know more than us. Hopefully you guys do. We would like our viewing base or our listeners to be more educated than us. So, yeah. Last words, shout out to the dislike guy, always keeping it real. Oh, and then also, wait, who's the dis... Yo. That's Banksy. Screw the dislike guy. No, 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 no. Don't don't stop it. (laughs) Screw the dislike guy. There's one guy. He's the best guy ever, man. dislikes all of our stuff. I hope this doesn't start something. But this dude, if you're listening, I like you. So you should like me back. And then also like five dislikes now. <laughs> another thing, we were supposed to shout this company out, man. First sponsor. No Fun Press. No Fun Press. Shout out to No Fun Press. This would have been perfect to shout them out in the beginning. Let's talk about them more in the next episode. Yeah. So thank you, No Fun Press, for the dope merch. And then also just for the funny meme-ish merchandise that you guys create. Um, other than that, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Deuces. See ya. Later.